0: People with albinism have little to no melanin, the pigment that colors hair, skin, and eyes. It's a rare condition to have. In the USA, just 1 in 18,000 to 20,000 people is albino. But ocular albinism is even more unique. Experts don't know exact numbers, but they think only 1 out of 50,000 individuals has it. If a person has ocular albinism, nothing but their eyes gets affected. Their skin and hair might be a bit lighter than those of their family members, but the difference isn't that big. Bright sunlight makes 17 to 35% of people sneeze. This phenomenon is called the photic sneeze reflex. In the Greek language, it's called sun sneezing. It happens when the nervous system misfires. When it happens, one of the nerves might get the reflexes wrong. And then, bright sunlight not only makes your pupils contract, but also activates the nose membranes. When natural, fair hair is rare in adults. It almost always darkens with age. People who are more likely to keep their hair color light are those living in the north. The Bajau is a group of nomadic people that live in the waters around the Philippines, Indonesia, and Malaysia. Thanks to a rare DNA mutation, they can stay underwater for up to 13 minutes. The Bajau people have evolved spleens that are way larger than average. This feature provides them with a genetic advantage. Sea nomads needed to hunt for fish or look for underwater stuff that can be used in crafts. A particular gene mutation results in super-dense bones that are almost impossible to break. They're several times tougher than the average person's bones. These people's skin is also less prone to aging. It might sound cool, but there are drawbacks. When such tough bones grow, they often put too much pressure on the nerves surrounding them and the brain. There are three kinds of cone cells in the average person's eyes. They help to recognize the colors in the blue, red, and green spectrums. Thanks to them, most people can distinguish around 1 million different shades. But those with tetrachromacy have four cones in their eyes. This feature allows them to see up to 100 million different hues. However rare this vision anomaly is, it's still much more common in women than in men. By the way, most people with tetrachromacy don't realize they see the world brighter than others. Only a bit more than 8% of people have counterclockwise hair whirls on their heads. A hair whirl can be single or double. Very few people have triple whirls, but those do exist. Not all experts agree with this theory, but some researchers claim there's a connection between handedness and the direction of a hair whirl. Left-handed people are five times more likely to have a counterclockwise whirl than those with the dominant right hand. Only 1 to 5 people in every 10,000 have an unusually shaped pupil. In most cases, it looks a bit like a keyhole or a cat's eye. This eye disorder is called iris coloboma. Scientists believe it's mostly genetic in origin. Super tasters are people who taste particular flavors more strongly than others. They have more taste buds. Those are small mushroom-shaped bumps littering the tongue. They're covered with taste receptors that tell your brain what you're eating. This feature also makes super tasters more sensitive to certain foods. For example, too sweet, bitter, or salty. They also have more pain receptors on their tongues. That's why such people avoid spicy food. The numbers vary around the world, but in general, 25 to 30% of people are super tasters. From 40 to 50% are average tasters, and 25 to 30% are non-tasters. Those have poor taste perception. Less than 1% of the world's population has a rare condition called dextrocardia. That's when the heart points toward the right side of the chest, not the left one. In rare cases, people with this unique quality have all their internal organs on the mirror-image side of the body. Only 1 to 5 people in 10,000 have what's called perfect or absolute pitch. It's the ability to identify and recreate musical tones. This feature often runs in families. It's also more likely to occur in people who started their musical training before they turned 6. Ancient Greeks had stories about fire-breathing creatures called chimeras. They were a fearsome mixture of a goat, lion, and snake. In real life, chimeras are people who have two different sets of DNA. Scientists have recorded no more than 100 cases of human chimerism. The DEC2G mutation allows people to get away with just a few hours of sleep a night and still feel great. Such short sleepers don't feel tired and they never sleep in. Their usual wake-up time is 4 or 5 a.m. Wow, not me. Only up to 5% of people have this feature. Scientists from the University of California have also made an interesting discovery. They claim that people with the DEC2 mutation need less time to perform certain tasks than regular sleepers. Morton's toe is a foot structure, where the second toe is longer than the first one. Only 3-22% to 22% of people in the world have their feet shaped this way. Michelangelo's David and the Statue of Liberty are among them. Unlike the majority of the world's population, 1.5% of people have just one palmar crease. That's the line running across your palm. Men are more likely to have a single palmar crease than women. Most often, this feature runs in families. Only 3% of people in the world have lines that form the letters X on both of their palms. In many cultures, this rare feature is believed to be a sign of a strong personality. One in every 500 people has an extra rib called cervical. The average human has two dozen ribs, 12 on each side of the body. But those lucky ones can have 25 or even 26. Excessive ribs are more often found in women. They're located in the cervical spine area and grow just above the collarbones. Their size can be different, from just barely developed to fully grown ones. In most cases, cervical ribs don't affect a person's well-being, unless they grow too large. In this case, they do cause discomfort. No more than 50 people have ever had Rh null blood type, so precious that it was nicknamed golden blood. It can be donated to people who have incredibly rare blood types and can't accept any other. For the first time, golden blood was discovered in an Australian aboriginal woman. If you have a tiny hole near your ear, you're unique. It occurs in only 5% of people in the world. In the USA, less than 1% of people are born with this hole. In Asia and some parts of Africa, the number is a bit higher, from 4 to 10%. This feature is often inherited genetically. It can be present on one or both ears. This distribution is 50-50. The hole may go all the way through, or it can be a dimple, dent, or even a small lump. There's a theory that the little hole is an atavism, left from the times when all living beings had gills. There's a gene mutation that helps people keep their bad cholesterol levels extremely low. In this case, the gene instructs the body to produce a protein that curbs the amount of cholesterol in the blood. Unfortunately, only 2-3% of people have this useful ability. About 65% of the world's population have loop-shaped fingerprints. Another 30% of fingerprints are whorl shaped And only 5% of people have arch-shaped fingerprints. They can be plain or tented arches. Around 35% of the world's population don't have to worry about the pain and inconvenience of wisdom teeth breaking through the gums simply because they don't have them. But around 5 million not-so-lucky people go through wisdom teeth removal every year. Some people have more than one row of eyelashes. This phenomenon is a genetic mutation called dystichiasis. A person with this condition has a second set of eyelashes growing behind the first. All these thick, lush lashes sure look beautiful, but they can also cause some discomfort. Some hairs can start growing in the wrong direction or in the place where an oil gland is supposed to be. It can cause irritation and tearing. Experts are sure that Tibetan people have genetically changed to be able to live at high altitudes. They have a gene that helps to adapt to falling oxygen levels amazingly fast. This evolutionary mutation has been one of the fastest ever recorded in people. It took a mere 3,000 years to develop. So get this. If someone managed to uncoil all the DNA in the human body, it would stretch out to around 10 billion miles. Hey, do the math. That's twice the distance from Earth to Pluto. And that's not the only awesome thing our body is capable of. Trillions of nerve connections are powering your memory nonstop. According to studies, after looking at 2,500 images for a mere 3 seconds, most people can recall if they have seen these pictures with 92% accuracy. Wow! Your body glows, emitting tiny amounts of barely visible light. This glow is the product of biochemical reactions going on inside your organism. The light waxes and wanes throughout the day. But even though it is visible, you can't detect it with the unaided eye. From 1 to 6 pounds of your body weight is made up of bacteria. And from 100 million to 1 billion bacteria can live on just one tooth in your mouth. So, please brush. It's impossible to taste your food without saliva. All because the chemicals in your food must be dissolved in saliva before they get detected by your taste buds. Even though it sounds like a myth, eating too many carrots can indeed turn your skin orange carrots have high amounts of beta-carotene. That's a compound that can cause keratinemia. If you have too much of this compound in your bloodstream, it'll hold on to parts of your body with thicker skin. I'm talking about the soles of your feet, your knees, elbows, palms, and even certain areas around your nose. But worry not, this condition is not dangerous. You can easily reverse it by decreasing the amount of beta-carotene-filled foods you consume. The chin muscles, scientifically known as the mentalis muscles, look pretty quirky, giving us mixed feelings. Just look at these creepy, tiny tentacles. And still, they make it possible for us to create all kinds of facial expressions that involve the lips, chin, and cheeks. And yes, they are the culprits behind those weird wrinkles and crevices on the skin of your chinny-chin-chin. All because these muscles don't pull on themselves, but yank on the skin. Now, people can live without some organs, leading a normal life. The human body consists of singular organs and those that come in pairs. And speaking of the latter, you only need one of those to survive. Your small intestine is actually not so small. It's taller than you, measuring around 23 feet. Now, the cornea, that transparent front cover on your eyes, doesn't have any blood supply. Instead, it receives oxygen directly from the air. Human beings develop their unique fingerprints very early in life, while they're still embryos, just three months after being conceived. By the way, even if fingerprints get badly damaged, they tend to grow back to their original pattern. All people are born with a diving reflex. It can get activated and shut bodily functions if one is drowning or is submerged in the water. The human brain is by no means smooth. But if you decided to flatten all those wrinkles covering it, The brain would be the size of a pillowcase, but not as useful. Newborn babies only blink once or twice in a minute. For comparison, a grown-up person blinks at least 10 times within the same time. Our lungs are the only organs that can float on the water, all because they're made up of around 300 million balloon-like structures called alveoli. Also, even if we're perfectly healthy, our lungs are never completely germ-free or sterile. Your nose is a superhero. It's your very own heater, filter, and humidifier. This organ is lined with tiny bone-like shells called turbinates. They contain blood vessels capable of heating the air and goblet cells that can help humidify the air. Also, the air you breathe gets filtered in your nose before going further to your lungs. Now, every time you eat something, your esophagus, the organ your food travels through to reach the stomach, moves in a series of wave-like contractions pushing the food forward. This is known as peristalsis. There's a bond between your digestive system and your brain, the gut-brain axis. This is why stress or brain issues can affect the way your body digests food. Now, even though hiccups are typically harmless and resolved by themselves after a couple of minutes, they aren't exactly pleasant. So you should probably know that they might occur because of changes in temperature. The density of your brain increases throughout your whole life. All because new neural connections pop up. They appear because the structure of the brain keeps changing too. If you don't want to sneeze, press the skin on the bridge of your nose with your fingers. When you do it, your brain receives an alarm signal. Very quickly, it puts the brake on all those other processes, including the sneezing reflex. By the way, studies have found that sneezing is your nose's way to reset. A sneeze reboots the cells that line the inside of your nose. They're called cilia. The part of your brain that's responsible for vision is in the back of your head. Interestingly, the right side of your brain controls the vision on the left side, and vice versa. If you're in some loud place, for example, in a club or at a concert, close your ears to better hear your friends. Push the tragus, which is that pointy skin-covered cartilage in front of the ear canal, into your ear. Then, turn this ear toward your friend. On average, when a person snores, the sound doesn't get louder than 60 decibels. That's as loud as a regular conversation. But sometimes, the noise level can reach 80 decibels. That's as loud as a working food blender. Just like salamanders regrow their tails, humans might be able to regenerate cartilage. That's the rubber-like stuff surrounding your joints. Scientists have recently discovered that cartilage could repair itself. This process is likely to be the most effective at the ankle not that effective in the knee, and the least effective in the hip. Now, if a person has asnosmia, which is also called smell blindness, they don't distinguish and detect smells. Your eyes never stop moving while taking in visual information. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to see the whole picture. These movements go unnoticed because your brain is a great video editor. It stabilizes the images and connects tons of fragments into one smooth video. The liver is the only human organ that can regenerate completely. Even if it's a mere 25% of the original liver weight, the organ can get back to its full size. Your mouth burns when you're snacking on pineapple because while you're eating this fruit, it's eating you back. Well, kind of. Pineapple is the only known food that contains bromelain. That's an enzyme that breaks down proteins. Luckily, your stomach acid knows how to deal with the offending enzyme. Now We also have bacteria that can produce electricity living in our intestines. These bacteria give off electrons, which creates tiny electrical currents. This might be the bacteria's way to generate energy. Deja vu might actually be something like a brain processing lab. There's a theory claiming that it might happen when your brain is moving information from one part to another. If there's even the tiniest delay in that process, Your brain will get the same information twice. In this case, it'll process it as an event that happened before. The DEC2 gene mutation allows people to have just a few hours of sleep a night and still feel great. They don't get tired and never sleep in. On average, such people wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. No more than 5% of the world's population has this feature. Your ears might pop or even hurt when you're on an airplane. You can solve this problem by simply chewing some gum. This opens up your eustachian tube. That's a small passage that connects your throat and your middle ear. Opening this passage helps equalize the pressure in your ears and puts an end to the popping. You can also yawn to open up the eustachian tubes. Your feet are likely to become bigger with time. Just like your nose. And your ears. You see, when people grow older, ligaments and tendons in their feet weaken. This makes the arches flatter, and the feet become wider and longer. So check this out. There are people who can bend down their pinky without bending the ring finger, but most find it hard or even impossible to do. When they move their middle or little finger, they tend to slightly bend their ring finger too. Yep, me too. Globe luxation is an extremely rare condition when people can make their eyes protrude out of their sockets. Unfortunately, this ability comes with downsides. It can cause numerous eye issues. Some indigenous groups of people, like Tibetans, can survive at altitudes as high as Mount Everest. This rare ability most likely appeared after years of evolution. The ancestors of modern Tibetans lived in high regions for thousands of years and developed red blood cell adaptations, making it possible to survive with dangerously low levels of oxygen. The Baju are sea nomads living in Southeast Asia these people have evolved an extra-large spleen, serving as a repository of oxygen-rich blood cells. Thanks to that, they can easily spend 5 to 10 minutes fishing underwater without coming up for air even once. Now, about 14% of the population don't have a palmaris longus muscle. Oh, It's actually a rudimentary part of the body, and the need for it disappeared in the process of evolution. So if you don't have this muscle, worry not. Its absence doesn't affect the work of your forearm anyway. About 5-37% to of people don't have wisdom teeth from birth. These teeth are not really needed anymore. They were important for our ancestors since they helped to chew hard food like nuts, roots, and meat. And saltwater taffy. Nah, I made that up. But since most of the food we eat today is processed, wisdom teeth are now a mere atavism. Most people have just one clockwise hair whirl, but 5 out of 100 people have a double crown. And if both whirls are directed counterclockwise, this makes a person even more unique. Some scientists think there's a genetic link between hair whirl direction and handedness. A bit more than 8% of right-handed people have counterclockwise hair whirls. But in the left-handed, this number grows up to 45%. A man's brain gets older faster than a woman's. As men age, they start complaining about memory problems and lack of concentration more and more often. At the same time, women don't have such acute problems with memory, but they feel depressed more often. Hmm, which one would you choose? Now, when someone is lying, their own nose gives them away. Psychologists from the University of Granada have discovered that when a person tells a lie, the temperature around their nose and in the inner corners of their eyes goes up. This phenomenon got the name of, wait for it, the Pinocchio effect. Japanese people have particular bacteria in their intestines. These bacteria help them to digest sushi. The Japanese have been eating raw seaweed for centuries. Microorganisms dwelling on the surface of the seaweed got into their bodies and actively developed. Nowadays, the bacteria help Japanese people digest raw food and prevent different problems connected with food. So people have as many hairs on their bodies as chimpanzees. The hair count of a person and a chimp is approximately the same. The only difference is that human body hair is mostly useless and so fine that it's almost impossible to see. Humans don't have more genes than other species. In fact, people have fewer genes than a worm. Tomatoes also have many more genes than you do. But we are such complicated creatures. Well, recently, scientists have concluded that the number of genes that a genome contains isn't closely connected with the complexity of a living being. Let's take a breather. (laughs) Speaking of which, your left lung consists of two lobes, while your right lung is divided into three parts. Plus, the lung on the left is a bit smaller since it has to make room for your heart. Your lungs also contain around 1,500 miles of airways. It's more than half the distance between New York and Los Angeles. There are also more than 300 million alveoli, which are tiny balloon-shaped air sacs in your lungs. People have 5 most obvious senses – vision, smell, touch, hearing, and taste. But that's not all. How about thermoception – the sense of heat? Or nociception – the perception of pain? Or your body awareness – proprioception? To figure out what it is, close your eyes and touch your nose. Got it? That's proprioception in action. This list can be much longer. Some experts state people have from 21 to 53 senses. So your fingers get all wrinkly after you spend too much time in the water. Pruny fingers are caused by the narrowing of your blood vessels. When you stay in the water for a long time, your nervous system makes your blood vessel shrink. Your body sends the blood away from that area. And this loss of blood makes your vessels thinner. The skin starts folding over them, forming those funny wrinkles. Scientists think this process helps us have a better grip when our hands and feet are wet. There are three kinds of cone cells in the average person's eyes. These cones help to recognize the colors in the blue, red, and green spectrums. Thanks to them, most people can distinguish around 1 million different shades. But those with tetrachromacy have four cones in their eyes. This feature allows them to see up to 100 million different hues. This vision anomaly is extremely rare and is much more common in women than in men. Interestingly, most people with tetrachromacy don't even realize they see the world brighter than others. Now, not all people have round pupils. Two people out of every 10,000 have unusually shaped pupils. Most commonly, they resemble keyholes. This eye disorder is called Colobaba. Interestingly, some people with this condition don't have any problems with their vision. Only 3-22% to 22% of people in the world have Morton's toe. It's a foot structure where the second toe is longer than the first one. Michelangelo's David and the Statue of Liberty both have this unusual body feature. Hey, toes up! In some people, saliva accumulates in a gland under their tongue. It can then get propelled out in a stream when a person presses on this gland. If the mouth is open at the moment, a jet can reach several feet. This process, called gleeking, can occur spontaneously. A person accidentally pushes their tongue against the gland while eating, yawning, talking, or cleaning their teeth, and voila! Up to 35% of people can gleek, but just 1% can do it on command. I had a friend in college who did that. Yeah, it was weird. About 18 to 35% of people have an interesting reaction to sunlight. They sneeze. This phenomenon has its own name, the photic sneeze reflex. In the Greek language, it's called sun sneezing. Just like salamanders regrow their tails, humans might be able to regenerate cartilage. That's the rubber-like stuff around your joints. Recently, scientists have discovered that cartilage might be able to repair itself. Most effectively at the ankle, not that well in the knee, and least effectively in the hip. The human brain is 73% water, just like your heart. That's why if your brain loses even 2% of liquid, you start feeling exhausted. This also makes your memory get worse, shortens your attention span, and puts a damper on your mood. So drink up! Your brain is constantly processing tons of visual information, around 600 million bits per minute. It all starts when the light goes through the cornea, your eye's clear, protective outer layer. Then, the light turns into electrical signals. They travel to your brain, and it interprets them into the images you see. It takes milliseconds for this complicated process to happen. People who live to be 110 years and older, called supercentenarians, may have a secret. Researchers have discovered that their immune cells, called T-helpers, might change and adapt to the late stages of aging. These cells are likely to protect them from viruses and other health problems. We've become impressive multitaskers thanks to technology. Or rather, it only seems so. The human brain can't concentrate on two things at once. What it can do is to switch between several tasks really fast. But it makes your attention span shorter and harms your short-term memory and the ability to learn. So put that phone down! The human body is this perfectly balanced machine, right? Well, not when I'm using it. Normally, all its parts work seamlessly together to keep us thriving and, well, alive. Each of our organs is essential for our day-to-day activities, from breathing, walking, talking, and coming up with bright ideas that push humanity forward. But are they really essential? Do we really need all those body parts? Or are some of them just ancient relics that we just got stuck with in this weird game of evolution? Take wisdom teeth, for example. Nah, somebody already (laughs) took mine. Yeah, they're those pairs of teeth stuck in the back of your mouth you often have to go to the dentist for. They're also known as third molars. And while they can be used to chew food, a lot of people think they're just unnecessary. And get this. Around 22% of people worldwide don't even have all four of them. When they do grow in, they're the most likely to become impacted, which means they get stuck in the jawbone sideways and can't properly come through the gums. It's all because our jaws are often too small to accommodate these extra guys. Some smart scientists think that's because we've evolved to have smaller jaws over time. Recent evidence also shows that what we eat as kids might also be to blame. But it's hard to know for sure. Apparently, munching on hard-to-chew foods like raw veggies and nuts can actually stimulate jaw growth, while eating soft-processed foods can kinda stunt it. And that leaves little space for our back teeth to come in and, you know, do their thing. Will they disappear altogether in the future? I guess we human mammals will just have to wait and see. Now, let's talk about the vomeral nasal organ, or as I like to call it, the nose's secret instrument. Ooh! You see, rodents and other mammals have this awesome ability to communicate with each other using chemical signals called pheromones. And guess what? They have a special organ called the vomeral nasal organ, or VNO, that helps them detect these pheromones. Here's where it gets interesting. While most adult humans have something resembling a VNO in their nose, it turns out that it's basically a useless remnant. Neuroscientists even say that if you look at the anatomy of this organ, you won't see any cells that resemble those of similar organs from other mammals. Also, this organ in humans doesn't seem to be communicating with the brain either. Now, it's not all bad news. Even though the human VNO is pretty useless it looks like it still might respond to some pheromones. Will humans keep this organ on their evolutionary to-do list? For now, I'd place it in the maybe pile. Now, here's a tail. Animals that feature tails need these structures for a lot of things. Some need it for balance, others for navigation, while some need it to attract potential partners. But did you know that when we're just a few weeks old in our mother's belly, we actually have tails too? That's right! We have a whole little tail complete with vertebrae. As we develop, that tail magically disappears, and we're left with our trusty tailbone. Humans and apes are unique in that we don't have tails, unlike other primates. It's a mystery why apes lost their tails, but we can all agree that it makes us stand out in a crowd. However, once in a blue moon, a human is born with a little vestigial tail cute, right? Well, don't get too excited, because these tails don't have vertebrae and can sometimes be associated with a tricky condition of the spine. Either way, these tails are usually harmless and can be easily removed with a quick surgery. And let's be honest, it's not like we're going to miss it. After all, who needs a tail when you have arms and legs to get around? Plus, can you imagine trying to find pants that fit with a tail sticking out the back? Not a good look. There's little to no chance humans will end up needing tails in the future, so I'm guessing the tailbones are bye bye in future generations. Humans also have a funny little fold of membrane in the inner corner of the eyes called the Plica semilunaris. It's basically what's left of a third eyelid, which is still found in some animals, like gorillas and other primates. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> Even our close relatives, the chimpanzees, have this little fold that appears to be useless too. So, we're not alone in this eye quirkiness. Speaking of unusual membranes, they serve a variety of functions in different animals, such as protecting the eye from dirt and moisture, or hiding the iris from predators. Some species can even see through their transparent membranes when they're underwater or underground. Now, the reasons why we humans lost our third eyelid is still a bit of a mystery. Maybe changes in our habitat and eye physiology made it unnecessary. Or maybe we just evolved to be too cool for a third eyelid. Who knows? With or without vestigial organs, it's interesting to imagine what humans might look like in the future. Many organs have become obsolete because of our lifestyle changes. Care to have a peek into what we might look like in the future? And in the same vein or artery, Have you heard of the concept of text claw? It's where you spend so much time typing on your phone or laptop that your hand starts to cramp up like a claw. And that's just one of the physical changes that could happen to us if we don't take care of our bodies in this tech-heavy world. But it's not just our hands that are affected. We could end up with 90-degree elbows from constantly holding our devices at that angle, and even a smaller brain from all the distractions and information overload. Now, I know what you're thinking. We just can't give up technology and go back to the Stone Age. And you're right, we don't have to. But we do need to be aware of the potential negative effects and take steps to reduce their damage. That's why a team of designers put their creative efforts together to present Mindy, a future human whose body has physically changed due to the constant and never-ending use of smartphones, laptops, and other types of maniacal devices. While Mindy's exaggerated changes may not be in our future, the concerns behind them are real. So what can we do? Well, one suggestion is to take regular breaks from our screens and stretch our legs a little. Maybe even encourage some office yoga or dance parties to get the blood flowing. We don't have to give up technology completely. But we do need to be mindful of its effects on our bodies and minds. Many years in the future, we might even get smaller in size. One scientist reckons that if we were smaller, our bodies would need less energy, which would come in super handy in our increasingly crowded planet. It's funny to think about how different our lives are now compared to when we were hunter-gatherers. Back then, we only had to interact with a handful of people each day. But now... Remembering people's names is a super important trait, and it might even be something we grow to become better at. Or, technology might actually play a role in our evolution. Scientists believe that we could one day have implants in our brains that help us remember people's names. It's like having a biological phone book directly in your body. Wouldn't that be cool? Eh, who knows? Maybe in the future, we'll even have visible technology as part of our appearance. Imagine having an artificial eye that can see different colors and visuals. And don't even get me started on what we might look like if we colonize Mars. With the lower gravity, our bodies could change in all sorts of ways. We might have longer arms and legs, or even insulating body hair like our Neanderthal ancestors. It's hard to pinpoint what we might look like in the future without very precise data to back the models up. But it's fair to say these changes will be interesting, to say the least. As for me, well, it's too late to say the least. I've said over 1,400 words here already! Now I've tried this one myself too. Pinch your elbow as hard as you can. You barely feel pain. How come? Well, different areas of your skin have different nerve endings. Our bodies are designed to be more sensitive to pain in places that are at higher risk of getting damaged. Those important parts have more nerve endings so that we're more alert and able to protect ourselves. And thick skin, like that on elbows, has fewer pain detectors. Now, I'm not talking about the tingling, jolting pain you can feel when you hit your elbow against something. Oh, that feels almost like your entire arm has been electrocuted. It's not a feeling I would consider funny, but it comes from the funny bone. Now, the funny bone isn't actually a bone. It's a nerve that starts in your spine, goes through your neck, through your elbow, and through your fingers. Its real name is the ulnar nerve. It's one of the three primary nerves in your arm, and it provides sensation to the fingertips. Your ulnar nerve is well protected by muscle, fat, and bone. But there's one spot at your elbow where this nerve is exposed, and that spot is, yeah, the funny bone. A different but real version of Achilles' story, huh? Okay, so now you know why it hits so different when you bump your funny bone, and why you feel nothing when you pinch your elbow. Now, the next phenomenon is related to socially awkward moments. Okay, maybe not entirely. It might happen when your crush gives you a compliment. I'm talking about blushing. Now, I'm not sure those butterflies in your stomach exist when you're in love. But I'm sure of this. When you blush, your stomach lining also turns red. Yeah, I've looked. The stomach lining is the tissue that protects your stomach walls from the acid inside. When you blush, it also turns red because blushing happens when the blood rises to the surface of the skin. This affects the stomach too. Now, this is a natural process, a physiological response to the change in your emotions. Now, since we're talking about the stomach, it might be a good time to mention that the stomach fluid has the ability to melt a steel table. Yup, This means the acid would be able to digest your internal organs. Luckily, the stomach lining prevents this from happening. Number 3 is about letting you know that you can glow in the dark. Now, don't turn off the lights just yet. You can't see it with the unaided eye. These visuals of glittering human bodies come from ultra-sensitive cameras. Japanese scientists were the first to capture the images of human bioluminescence. Only ultra-sensitive cameras can reveal that our bodies emit tiny amounts of light because this light is a thousand times weaker than the human eye can detect. Apparently, all living creatures produce a small amount of light thanks to the chemical reactions in their cells. Humans are newly added to this list. The researchers had been photographing the upper bodies of the volunteers for several days. The results showed that the amount of emitted light followed a 24-hour cycle. The glow is at its highest in late afternoon and lowest late at night. Plus, the brightest light is emitted from the cheeks, forehead, and neck. Interestingly, this does not correspond with the brightest areas caught by thermal cameras. Did you know you're a little bit taller in the morning than you are later at night? yes, I've been measuring you. (laughs) Seriously, this height difference is related to gravity. Its force compresses the cartilage in your spine and knees when you stand up or sit down throughout the day. But when you're lying down, your spine decompresses and relaxes. That's why when you wake up in the morning after resting in bed all night, you're taller. The increase in height is not even above an inch, so don't bet on who is taller after hearing this information. Fun fact, astronauts returning from a mission are a few inches taller than they usually are on Earth. It's because of the lack of gravity on the International Space Station. They don't remain that tall forever, though. When they're on the Earth again, gravity gradually squeezes them back down to their usual height. Now, let's get back to the organ we've already spoken about, the skin. Yes, the skin is an organ. In fact, it's the largest organ in your body. It contributes to about 15% of your body weight. What else does this organ do, besides covering your body? It performs vital functions. For instance, it protects your body from external physical and biological harm. Plus, it prevents excessive water loss. Now I can't help wondering what other surprises the human body has in store for us. But right now, let's move on to the animal planet. Owls don't have eyeballs. Instead, they have something called eye tubes. Their rod-shaped eyes do not move in their sockets as our eyeballs do. That's why owls would have to move their entire bodies to look around. But moving their torsos would make some noise, and other animals would hear it. So owls have evolved to have necks that can twist to around 270 degrees, and they move super silently. But why the concern? Well, night vision requires large corneas to get as much light as possible. This is the main reason why most nocturnal animals, such as the slow loris or tarsier, have big eyes. For owls, it works a little differently. Since they have small heads, such large eyes wouldn't be able to fit inside. Now, even though these creatures don't have eyeballs, they have three sets of eyelids. One set is for blinking, one is for sleeping, and the last one is for keeping their eye tubes clean. So, do the owls give a hoot about that? Yes, yes, they do. Moving on from nocturnal animals to the ones you're more familiar with, meow. Cats have an extra organ that allows them to taste scents in the air. This organ is called Jacobson's organ or the vomeral nasal organ. Jacobson's organ is located inside the cat's nasal cavity and opens into the roof of the mouth. This organ can detect specific chemicals by using nerves that lead directly to the brain. That's not a regular sniffing though. The odor receptors of Jacobson's organ aren't designed to catch ordinary smells. They detect chemicals that have no odor at all. In other words, cats can detect undetectable smells. It's not just this. Jacobson's organ increases the sense of smell. For instance, when kittens need to find their mother's milk, imagine there are two mother cats and four kittens. Kittens can distinguish their mother from the other grown-up cat with the help of their sense of smell. Now, when two people meet, they assess each other's body language. Cats can usually do this by sniffing each other's heads. This greeting releases pheromones that can tell a lot about one cat to the other, like what the other feline likes to eat or if they are healthy or not. They can even evaluate whether the other cat is happy or moody, all thanks to Jacobson's organ. Now, another fact about cats. Their nose has distinct ridges that look like a pattern. Similar to our fingerprints, Every cat has a unique nose print. It can be used as a form of identification. Okay, cat, we can nail you for breaking the vase. We have your nose prints all over it. Now, do you want to cut a deal? Just tell us what you know about the dog and that chewed-up DVD. Dog lovers, no, I didn't forget about you. Here's a myth you've probably heard. Dogs are colorblind. But they aren't. However, it is true that the color range they can detect is limited compared to the spectrum humans can see. Their color palette consists mostly of yellows, blues, and violets. Our reds, greens, and oranges are not noticeable to them. Now, this one is about turtles. These animals cannot leave their shells and get back whenever they want. In fact, they are completely attached to their shells. These shells grow with turtles, similar to the human skin. A turtle's shell consists of 50 bones. It also includes a skeleton with the spine and rib cage. So, they go on vacation with it. It's kind of like an RV that you can't get rid of. Hey, can you speak up? I just ate an entire pizza. That's because after eating a hearty meal, our hearing tends to be a bit less sharp. During digestion, most of our bloodstream is directed toward the stomach, which takes away a bit from all the other organs. So, next time you want to go listen to your favorite band at a live concert, make sure to eat a lighter meal to keep your ears pitch perfect. On top of our stomach and left kidney, we have a magical organ that can grow back if we remove a part of it. Our liver can regenerate itself by making new cells called heptocytes. They begin to multiply once the liver is damaged. The seriousness of that damage defines if it can regenerate completely and the amount of time it takes to do so. Ever wondered what's worse for your body? No sleep or no food? Turns out the lack of sleep is more dangerous. That's because if you don't rest, your body becomes exposed to a lot more risks. After 24 hours without any shut-eye, you can start to have memory problems and find it difficult to concentrate. At just 17 hours without sleep, you start to feel tired and groggy, irritable, tense, and more emotional! I need a nap. Your pain receptors also become more sensitive, which means everything hurts a bit more than it should. Oh, and it also affects your hearing, too. What? On the other hand, you can be well into your 24-hour period with no food before your body realizes you've stopped eating. In the first 8 hours, You just keep digesting the last meals you had. After those first hours, you start to use stored fats for energy. Not eating for more than 24 hours means that your body will start eating away at its own protein, which means you literally start to lose muscle. Rainwater isn't always safe to drink. It can sometimes hold harmful bacteria and viruses. Also, in heavily polluted locations, it may even meet other harmful materials. Some communities out there do depend solely on rainwater as their primary source of hydration. But does rainwater have any other health benefits? Not really, according to current studies. Some of those risky substances may be removed from rainwater if you boil it, but it's best to stick to the safer side and only drink water from sources that are 100% safe for human consumption. Now, we produce sweat mostly to regulate our body temperature and for some added moisture, like the one we need in the palms of our hands for a better grip. But sweat doesn't just show up on our skin. It comes out of around 5 million pores on our bodies. We're literally stepping on a quarter of our bones each day. We have just over 200 bones in our body, but about a quarter of those are in a very small surprising area – our feet. Our feet. Since we have 26 bones in each foot, we end up with literally 52 in both. Now, our eyes produce tears for many reasons. Like protecting themselves from infection or clearing up debris, such as smoke and dust. Or when your baby done you wrong. But the number of tears we produce is quite surprising. Up to 30 gallons per year. That's almost enough to fill a bathtub. Wow, that is heartbreaking! Our blood pressure wakes up hours before we do. That's because in the morning, the body produces a bunch of hormones like adrenaline and noradrenaline. They help give us the energy boost we need during our morning hours, but they also increase our blood pressure, which is usually higher between 6 a.m. and noon. During the night, since we should technically sleep and perform no physical activity, our blood pressure drops down by up to 20%. Speaking of our vital fluid our blood accounts for about 10% of our total body weight. We tend to think of our body weight as being mostly made up of muscles, fat stores, and bones. But there's a lot more to it. In a fit adult person, bones make up 15% of the total body weight. About 40-45% to is left to muscles, about 15% to fat deposits, and the rest are stuff like skin, tendons, hair, and other yucky things. Let's see. That adds up to… yep, 100%. Your lungs aren't twins. They're siblings. That's because they aren't the same size or shape. Your right lung is bigger and tends to weigh more. And your heart is to blame for it, since your ticker tilts to the left a little bit. This creates a small indentation in the left lung called the cardiac impression, which is also what funny heart doctors do at comedy clubs. The right lung may be bigger, but it's a bit shorter since it needs to make room for the liver. Doesn't your house have a liver room? Many of your body measurements are quite symmetrical in surprising ways. If you were to stretch out both of your arms, your wingspan, and measure it, it should show how tall you are. Based on these similar measurements, specialists can even produce theories about what ancient humans used to look like. Looks like we've evolved to be increasingly symmetrical to appear more attractive and healthier to attract mates. Hmm. More so, since we've evolved to also walk on two legs, our symmetrical features help us to move around with the least amount of energy because it creates balance. Now, humans aren't natural champions when it comes to the scent of smell, that's for sure. But our noses can pick up about one trillion different scents. Scientists are still performing research on this subject and believe the number may be even higher. Some dog breeds may be able to notice scents somewhere between 10,000 and 100,000 times better than we do, but turns out the best nose in the animal kingdom may be attributed to the elephant because of its staggering number and type of olfactory receptor genes, over 10,000, while humans and chimpanzees have less than 400. We tend to look at our pinkies as our most delicate fingers, but we do have more power in them than we think. Turns out that, should our pinky finger be lost or affected, the overall strength of our grip may decrease by up to 33%. The liquid in our stomach, made of hydrochloric acid, potassium chloride, and sodium chloride, is way more powerful than any acidic food you can think of, like lemons, pineapples, or tomatoes, the pH of healthy stomach acid should be between 1 and 3. So, if you think about it, it's just below that of battery acid. Our hair strands are strong, too. So strong that research has performed on them to duplicate their resistance into human-made materials. A healthy head of hair should be able to withstand up to 26,000 pounds, It's due to a little protein in the hair strand called keratin, which you can also find in your nails and skin. Now, only about one-third of us humans have perfect vision. There are a lot more glasses and contacts out there than you'd think, making up about 66%. Apart from different eye conditions, our vision also gets worse with age. When we're born, our heads amount to one-quarter of our total length. By the time we reach 25, our head will only be one-eighth of it. That's because our heads won't change their size a lot as we grow older, as opposed to the rest of our body, mostly when it comes to the legs and torso. Our brains are these super-powerful computers, and a single human brain cell can hold five times as much information as the entire Encyclopedia Britannica. Maybe you remember that. We've yet to pinpoint the exact amount of data it can support, but in electronic terms, the storage capacity of the brain is around 2,500 terabytes. For comparison, the National Archives of Britain, which keeps over 900 years of history, only takes up 70 terabytes. It's probably the reason our brains need the most amount of oxygen compared to other organs. About 20% of the total oxygen that enters the bloodstream And that's despite the fact that it makes up only 2% of our body mass. Our normal activities, plus the effect of gravity, make the cartilage in our ankles, knees, hips, back, and neck slowly compress. Once you rest overnight, the cartilage goes back to normal. On average, you are somewhere around 0.4 inches taller in the morning than you are later at night. And that's why they call me stretch. Hey, not to freak you out or anything, but every second, your body creates 25 million new cells. I'll do the math for you. That means that in about 15 seconds, you'll have produced more cells than there are people in the United States. Think about that next time you feel you haven't been productive enough. It may account for only 2% of our body mass, but our brains actually take up 20% of our blood supply and oxygen. Our brains can also produce enough energy to supply a light bulb. That is, when we're awake. Ever thought about what the largest human organ is? It's your skin, and it's thickest on the palms of your hands and soles of your feet. I know, I know, I hate dusting too. But you are particularly responsible for that layer of fluff on your TV screen, you know. Every human being sheds about 600,000 particles of skin every hour. And most of the dust around your house is actually composed of that. So yes, we're all rather flaky. These days, it's considered more of a beauty mark. But the reason why people are born with a Cupid's bow is actually quite intriguing. As our features start to develop before we're even born, it appears that the Cupid's bow is actually the place where our face, well, zips up. The right side of the face and the left side of the face, that is. While in humans, it may not be that obvious. If you look at your dog's nose, you'll see it has a straight vertical line just under the nostrils. That's right, dogs have this zip too. Did you know you were born with more bones than you have today? At birth, we have somewhere around 300 bones. But as we age, some of them fuse together. That's why in adulthood, we end up having about 200 bones. Although your teeth are technically part of your skeletal system, they're not actually bones. They do look sort of similar and do share some characteristics, like being the hardest element in your body. Why the misconception, though? Well, it's mostly because both teeth and bones contain calcium. To be a bit more specific, about 99% of the body's calcium is in your bones and teeth. The remaining calcium is in your bloodstream. So what makes them different, you might ask? It's in how the bones and teeth heal and how you should take care of them. While bones can repair and heal themselves, your teeth aren't able to do that. That's why we have dentists. We don't only have unique fingerprints. Our tongues are one of a kind as well. Research has shown that those approximately 10,000 taste buds on our tongues are laid out in a unique pattern, specific for each one of us. About 80% of what you believe is taste is actually smell. The combination of taste and smell that we perceive is what we come to know as flavor. It's probably because our sense of smell is around 10,000 times stronger than our sense of taste. So, the next time you're tuning in your favorite song, try to pay some attention to your heartbeat. Do you hear that? Yep, that's right. While listening to some music, your heartbeat will sync with the rhythm of the song. And speaking of that healthy ticker of yours, just in case you're wondering, it beats on average about 75 times per minute. This means that in any given year, a human heart can pump enough blood to fill an Olympic-sized pool. What's even more fascinating is that if you were to connect all your blood vessels end to end, you'd be able to circle the Earth four times. But that would really hurt, so don't try that. We are the only species on this planet to have a chin. There's still some debate around this subject in the scientific community, but one of the reasons seems to be to make our jaws stronger. As humans have continued to evolve, their teeth and the muscles in their jaws got smaller and smaller. So they needed something to help with increased jaw resistance. That transparent part of your eye is called the cornea, and it helps the light go through. It's also the only part of your body that isn't connected to any blood supply. Why? because it's especially designed to get its oxygen straight from the surrounding atmosphere. If you took out all the fat found in a healthy human body, it would be enough to make 7 bars of soap. We also produce enough saliva in our lifetimes to fill 2 swimming pools. Great expectorations! Ever wondered how much we actually eat during our whole lifetimes? I'll spare you the math. An average-sized person eats nearly 66,000 pounds of food throughout the whole course of their lifetime. How much is that for scale? About 6 elephants, and that ain't peanuts. Each of us carries around 4 pounds of bacteria on average at any given time in our bodies. But hey, don't go running to the doctor just yet. Most of that bacteria is actually good and have specific functions in the human body, like digestion and our immune systems. If you want to have an accurate depiction of your height, make sure you measure yourself in the morning. That's because you're about 0.4 inches taller right when you wake up. Trust me, it isn't magic. It's merely because, throughout the day, the soft cartilage between your spinal bones gets squashed down and compressed, making you seem shorter by the time you go to bed. We know that we have some sort of energy moving around our bodies, so we actually do emit a tiny amount of light. It's too weak for our own eyes to see, though. But if you think about it, you're actually glowing as we speak. The humorist and author Mark Twain once said, Man is the only animal that blushes, or needs to. How true! But not all humans can blush, and those that do blush to different degrees. Is there some sort of evolutionary reason for why we blush? It seems so. Blushing is a way for us to communicate without using any words. Just like dogs wag their tails when they're happy or excited. So, basically, blushing can be translated to, I'm embarrassed. Similar to how we shiver when we're cold. If the human eye was a camera, it would have about 576 megapixels. Our vision of the world changes throughout our lives. As soon as we're born, we see the world upside down for a bit. Our brain is programmed to show the inverted image formed on our retina by the convict's eye lens. But that doesn't kick in immediately after birth. Hey, I'm sure you enjoy that weekly cardio and weightlifting. But the strongest muscle in the human body is definitely not the one you've been working on. It's actually in your jaws. Your jaws are designed similarly to a nutcracker. Why? So you can get powerful bites with as little energy as possible. The fastest muscle is located in your eyes. That's probably how we came up with the expression in the blink of an eye for when something happens really quickly. Did you know that your nose comes with a built-in reset feature? It happens when you sneeze. Sneezing is basically your nose's way of getting rid of all the bad particles it has inhaled up to a certain point. If you think that's bad, it's not. Did you also think your pinky finger is something weak and pretty much useless? Well, it actually packs up to 50% of the strength in your hand. We still haven't figured out precisely why people yawn. Now, we aren't the only creatures to do it. Baboons, guinea pigs, and the Siamese fighting fish yawn to warn other animals to stay away. Penguins seem to yawn during courtship rituals, and snakes yawn at times after a good meal. Boy, there's a happy snake! Some theories suggest it helps us get more oxygen in, while others indicate that it helps with regulating our body temperatures. Either way, we still don't know for sure. Our ears and noses are the only organs that continue to grow throughout our lifetimes. Our eyes stay more or less the same size as we grow up. By the time we're 3 months old, our corneas should technically reach their full size.
1: Our skin is the biggest and fastest growing organ, strong but flexible. It's a waterproof yet breathable barrier that keeps us safe from the external world. Our skin regenerates itself. It helps with regulating body temperature and reduces water loss. This has helped us to evolve into what we are today. Our skin developed melanin, a natural pigment that blocks harmful UV radiation. Special sweat glands helped our ancestors regulate their temperature while walking long distances in unpleasant conditions. Your body has between 2 and 5 million sweat glands. The more active you are, the more sweat they produce. Your body has a mechanism to recognize it's time for you to cool off, so you can keep up with the workout. Breathing isn't only about moving the air inside and outside. It's about the way you do it, because it can literally affect your face shape. If you breathe through your nose, you'll get well-defined cheekbones over time. It will also make your face wider, because your tongue will exert force against your jaw. If you breathe through your mouth, your tongue won't have a place to rest. It will change your facial structure as time goes by. Your face can be more narrow, and your cheekbones won't be that visible. Also, if you're a mouth breather, you'd probably tend to tilt your head backwards more. This way, you increase cranial contents in the back part of your brain and directly change your entire posture, along with the shape of your neck and face. Millennials, or people born between 1981 and 1996, are more forgetful than older people. The main cause of their forgetfulness comes from higher levels of stress, so hey, chill your left lung is smaller than the right one because it shares space with your heart humans don't have such big teeth as a tiger shark or so many of them but research says even though sharks have teeth coated with really tough enamel they're not stronger than ours we have proteins that glue our teeth together to stop the entire tooth from cracking we don't lose them unlike sharks Their teeth aren't attached to their gums on a root like ours, so they approximately lose one tooth every week. Ever wondered why you have toenails? Nails are made of keratin. That's a protein you can find in fur, claws, hooves, and hair. Unlike claws, our nails are flat and wide. They shield the tips of our toes and fingers from injuries. Also, thanks to fingernails, we have a rigid backing that helps us grab and separate different objects. It would be hard to peel a sticker from the backing or pick up a jigsaw piece without nails. Apes and monkeys use their feet for similar delicate tasks as well. Scientists think that primates evolved nails to tightly grasp branches, remove ticks, and do other similar things. The human body, glows in the dark, which means we're faintly bioluminescent, but that light is 1000 times weaker than our eyes can see. Other animals will easily spot our faint light though. Your eyes are pretty sensitive. You almost never get the chance to see how sensitive your eyes are because of all the light constantly surrounding you. Human cells are only 43% of the total cell count in your body. And the rest are microscopic colonists. That means you're mostly made up of bacteria and fungi. So basically, you're the mix of the DNA of gut microbes and your own DNA. The most abundant element in the human body is oxygen at 65%. But it also contains lithium, cobalt, gold, and uranium. The rarest one of all is radium on average humans yawn 20 times a day partially spontaneously for example when you're tired but sometimes when someone yawns near you scientists think it could be a thing called social mirroring usually when animals mimic others they recognize some action as useful so they decide to do it too with humans it happens when someone crosses legs laughs smiles at you or yawns Hot coffee can taste better than cold coffee. Your taste bud receptors are most sensitive when your food is at or a little bit above room temperature. Hot coffee can then seem less bitter because taste buds that detect bitterness are more sensitive when the coffee is cold. Your pinky is a powerful little thing. Without it, your hand would lose a significant part of its power. Your index and middle fingers cooperate with your thumb to grab and pinch. And your pinky, together with your ring finger, provides grip strength. Your bones are four times harder than concrete. The strongest bone in your body is the femur. It can support up to 30 times the weight of a grown-up person. Even crazier is that our bones are made up of composite material, meaning they're both hard and elastic at the same time. The outer layer of your skin is thicker on your feet than on other parts of your body. The heart has its own electrical system and can continue beating even when it's disconnected from the body. The average lifespan of one eyebrow hair is four months. We spend 40% of our life with our eyes closed. Most of that time is when we're sleeping, but don't forget to count blinking too, or while driving. In an adult, the blood makes up 7-8% to 8% of the total body weight. About 55% of your blood is liquid plasma. The rest is red and white blood cells and platelets. They form clots and prevent bleeding. You can't swallow and breathe at the same time. The food you swallow and the air you breathe go down the same part of your throat at first. Only a bit deeper, the passage splits into the esophagus and trachea. There's a name for the growling sound your stomach makes when you're hungry. It's called Barbarigmy. About one-third of all people can raise one eyebrow, left or right. It's a great way to send a playful signal to someone while telling a joke. But the ability to raise both eyebrows separately is much rarer. If you're not among them, that's because you cannot yet control and move the corresponding muscles. But this skill can be developed. Stand in front of a mirror. Hold one eyebrow with your hand and lift the other up and down. And then do the same with the other eyebrow. This will help you learn moving them separately. If you can lick your elbow easily or touch your thumb to your forearm, congratulations! You're among the minority of people, but some people bring flexibility to the next level. This condition is called hypermobility. It allows rare individuals to twist their bodies into weird positions just like a snake, putting their head between their feet, doing a back bridge, and all sorts of splits. But in some cases, hypermobility can increase sensitivity because such people have a larger medulla. This brain area is responsible for processing emotions. These fearless heroes can walk in the cold wearing only swimming trunks and feel cozy. They can stand in the snow barefoot and even swim in a river or an ice hole. Usually, this talent doesn't come naturally. People temper their bodies for years until they get used to withstanding extreme cold. Of course, they don't do it just to look cool or feel cool. Do you feel ticklish when you tickle yourself? Normally, you wouldn't unless someone else tickles you. It happens because of the cerebellum area of the brain, which monitors movements, predicts the sensations caused by your own movements. Then, it sends a signal to other parts of the nervous system to cancel these sensations. But some rare individuals can actually feel ticklish on their own. If you're not among them, touching a new texture that the brain doesn't yet recognize or using a scalp massager can help to excite your nerves and bring relaxation. Stand in front of a mirror. Open your mouth and try to roll the sides of your tongue up towards each other to make a U-shape. About 65 to 81% of people are natural tongue rollers, and the majority are women. Some believed it's a genetic capability, but recent studies showed that people can actually develop this skill by practicing. Kachari Mudra is a term from yoga that means curling the tip of your tongue back into the mouth. Can you wiggle your ears intentionally? Congratulations, around 22% of people on the earth are capable of wiggling one ear. As for moving both ears at once, only 18% can do that. Ear wiggling used to be a common thing for our distant ancestors. Scientists believe they could perform a variety of movements with their ears. The group of muscles responsible for wiggling is called the auriculars, and we mostly don't need them today. But some people claim that everyone can learn to move their ears. It only takes time and practice. Unfortunately, we still can't acquire this classy habit of twitching an ear towards a sound source as dogs and cats do. Some people even see colors as letters and numbers or hear them. Those who live closer to the Arctic Circle can name different shades of snow because that's what they see all the time. To others, it's just white. Some languages only have general names for colors. For example, dark stands for cool hues, like black, blue, and green. Colors like white, red, orange, and yellow are all called warm. Your eye processes more variations of warmer colors than cooler ones. There's a tribe in Australia who describes texture, the function of an object, and how it feels instead of its color. They don't have any names for colors at all. The kandoshi, who live on the banks of the Amazon River in Peru, don't have a word that would describe the very concept of color. Instead, the name of some yellow bird will be used to describe the yellow color. Any ripe fruit will stand for red, and unripe fruit for dark green. A lot of people lose their ability to perceive some colors as they get older. By around the age of 70, their eye lenses become yellowish. This natural yellow filter they look through doesn't let them tell blue from purple and yellow from green. Half of your brain is hardwired to process visual information. A much smaller part is left to perceive flavor. That's why the color of food or drink can boost or curb your appetite. You'll always choose the reddest apple because your brain perceives it as the sweetest and ripest. There are no naturally blue foods, so you're least attracted to them and can even fear them. That's why installing a blue light in your fridge or eating from blue plates is a great way to eat less. You'll always choose brighter foods and vegetables because they're associated with a richer flavor. Eating them makes you feel healthier and happier. Yellow can boost your appetite as you associate it with energy and excitement. White can trick you into eating more and paying less attention to what you're munching on. That's because white food seems more harmless in terms of calories. If you eat from a white plate, you're more likely to overeat as it makes your food look brighter. Your brain also remembers the color of food wrapping. If you put salt and vinegar chips into a cheese and onion package, you might not even notice the difference in flavor while snacking on them. Food companies know that you'll eat more of whatever they're selling when it comes in different colors and flavors. Red gives you courage and strength for physical work. Yellow makes you happier and more productive and confident. Green brings balance and harmony to the office environment. Your eyes also love this color. They don't need time to adjust to it. Orange gives you a sense of comfort and warmth, so it's perfect for an office lounge. Birds, fish, and many mammals see the entire color spectrum in all its glory, just like humans. For some animals, good color vision is crucial. Without it, they won't tell ripe fruit from unripe green fruit. Mm. Whenever we yawn, we use the muscles in our mouth and tongue, and the contact can squeeze some of the saliva-producing glands. As a result, we might squirt a tiny stream of saliva without even noticing it. I had a friend in college who could do it at will. It was impressive. It turns out that saliva is basically filtered blood. Blood is processed thanks to special glands and special cells absorb its properties. After that, the blood becomes saliva. People with red colored hair are 1% of all people. 2% are natural blondes. Yeah, most people you see with these hair colors have dyed hair. Black is the most common hair color in the world. Your memory is affected by your body position. For example, you're much more likely to recall a situation where you wave to someone if you stand and wave again. Most scientists agree that tears that appear out of emotion are a unique human feature. No other animal is capable of crying because of sadness or joy. The pupils narrow and expand in order to control the incoming light. If there's a lot of light, they narrow the passage for light so as not to harm the vision. In the dark, the pupils expand to capture as much light as possible. The tongue has a lot of muscles and some of them can strain only when you're learning a new language. A human bite almost always becomes infected because of all the bacteria that live in our mouth. In this sense, we're quite close to hyenas. Your bones are designed to be used a lot daily and some of them can absorb two or even three times your body weight that's impressive but your teeth are even stronger even if you brush your teeth twice a day and never forget about mouthwash your mouth still stays one of the dirtiest parts of the human body uh millions of bacteria live inside it the good news is that most of these bacteria are good for the body and protect it from bad bacteria and viruses in the morning you're taller than in the evening While sleeping, you're no longer affected by the force of gravity and your spine stretches. Too bad you become shorter by daytime though. A roller coaster actually tosses your organs around so you feel like your stomach's falling down. It's actually flipping inside your body. You think your fingerprints are the only unique thing in your body? Well, they're not. Your tongue print and your smell are also one of a kind. If anyone sniffs you, it's reason enough to get suspicious. If all your blood vessels were stretched into a single line boy that would hurt but it would go around the earth more than twice. An impressive feat that you wouldn't see because well you can't live without your blood vessels. Toothache and headache are linked together thanks to the trigeminal nerve. It goes through the jaw right to the head so that when you feel tooth pain it usually goes hand in hand with that in your head. You lose calories doing literally anything. A healthy 8-hour sleep, for example, makes you lose up to 800 calories. And yes, you spend energy even while eating. A person can go without food for more than 20 days. However, if you don't sleep for 10 days, your body will simply stop functioning. Talking about sleep, the average person forgets 90% of their dreams. And maybe that's a good thing. Otherwise, imagine how crazy the world would have been. The color of your dreams is affected by the TV you watched as a kid. If you're of an older generation that watched black and white TV, you'll see monochrome dreams more often than not. If you're used to color television, your dreams will also be colorful. Out of every 10,000 people on Earth, one person has their organs mirrored or reversed from their usual and customary positions. That is, their liver would be larger on the left side and the kidney would be a bit superior to the left one. People with light-colored eyes, blue or green, are better at tolerating pain than those with dark eyes. Scientists think it might be related to melanin that affects the color of the eyes. The length of your foot is similar to that of your forearm. Don't believe me? Go check. I'll wait right here. Nah. We have seven major holes in our bodies, our mouths, our ears, nose, eyes, and our, you know, down under. Hey, we're Australian. G'day, Mike. We're also a torus, if you dig geometry. A human ring, a donut, a life buoy, or even a bagel. Mmm, bagel, don't forget the schmear. Seriously, counting the pores in your skin and the rest, there'd be millions of holes, though. Trillions more likely. Holy cow, we're holy! Bodies throw thermal radiation off as a tiny amount of light. This light is 1,000 times less visible than normal light, so you're not a torch yet. Breathe in deep through your nose. Air only goes up one nostril at a time, and our nostrils take turns at it. Sharing is caring. Our brains tell us when our bodies hurt, but they can't feel pain themselves. There are no pain receptors in the brain. That feeling of your stomach rising is what actually happens. Hold on, every human has a unique smell except for identical twins. They share the same DNA and the same smell. Our fingerprints aren't just for identifying us to the police if we've done something wrong. The ridges allow our skin to stretch to prevent damage and improve our sense of touch. When you're scared, you can become a lot stronger than you were before. Maybe not lift a car strong, but you won't feel pain or fatigue as quickly.
0: Now, if you were asked where your stomach was, you'd probably point to your tummy. Sorry, but that's wrong. It's actually up here, hidden behind your ribs. Your stomach has a pretty incredible capacity, being able to hold up to a half a gallon of liquids. That's a whole large bottle of Coke. It's pretty hard to estimate how much hard food you can eat, because it's processed with your teeth before it ever gets to your stomach. There's definitely not enough room for a turkey, but a good-sized chicken would probably fit it in. Speaking of organs, scientists believe that the appendix will disappear eventually. Nobody really knows why we need it, but some researchers claim it might have existed to help our ancestors digest tree bark. Because it's no longer a part of our daily diet, the appendix isn't necessary and can disappear from our bodies without any consequences. Now, the appendix isn't the only obsolete part of our body. Wisdom teeth aren't that useful either. Yeah, they used to come in handy when our ancestors lost some of their teeth. But the only thing they help us lose now is the money we spend extracting them. In fact, you can easily survive without your appendix, stomach, one kidney, or one lung. Nice to know we have spare parts. If you never knew you had a personal bodyguard, look deeper. Your liver is your security guard, protecting you from toxins and many other things you don't want to have. It's also pretty indestructible and can even regenerate. Your liver is a very important organ that works a lot and is responsible for 500 individual functions. Up to 10% of it is made of fat. The liver can grow back. Yep, even if you only have half of your liver left, it can still regenerate to its original size. Now, on average, the heart is as big as your fist. It beats 115,000 times and pumps around 2,000 gallons of blood each day. The right lung is bigger than the left one because your body needs to make some room for the heart. You inhale a lot of different types of debris, including 7,000 of your very own skin flakes, and that's only in a day. The stomach is the most important defender of the immune system. Hydrochloric acid in our stomach kills dangerous food toxins, viruses, and bacteria that get in there with the food you eat. This acid can digest even the stomach itself, but the mucous membrane protects it. You can burn calories when you take a hot bath, as many as you would if you took a half-hour walk. You burn somewhere between 100 and 200 calories per hour while standing. Sitting burns 60 to 130, depending on your height, weight, gender, and age. Now, your own body makes mosquito bites swell and itch. A mosquito breaks your skin. Your immune system perceives the insect saliva as a foreign substance, so it starts a special reaction to flush the intruder out of your body. A compound produced by the immune system, called histamine, makes the blood flow faster around the bitten area. And it causes swelling. The histamine also sends a signal to the nearest nerves, which makes the bite itch. Meanwhile, the food on the plane is likely to taste different than on the ground. That's because you lose up to 30% of your taste bud sensitivity due to the dryness and pressure in the cabin. It's especially true about salty and sweet foods. Now, you wouldn't be able to taste food without saliva. Your taste buds have chemoreceptors that recognize different flavors, but they need some liquid for those flavors to bind into their molecules. Also, you can't taste things saliva doesn't dissolve. You can always squeeze in some dessert, no matter how much salad, soup, or meat you've eaten before. Your body gets bored of savory tastes. But when you see and smell something sweet, like ice cream, cakes, or chocolate… Your brain gets excited. It overrides all fullness signals for pleasure. Plus, your stomach is a flexible organ, and sugar helps it relax and physically make room for dessert. Hey, I rely on that information. The tongue is one of the strongest muscles in your body. This organ contains more than 10,000 taste buds, and each bud is filled with microscopic hairs. Their job is to sense your food, distinguish tastes, and send information to your brain to initiate the appropriate digestion process. During your life, all those tiny bumps and ridges on your tongue create a special individual pattern. That's why experts say that tongue prints are as unique as fingerprints. Your tongue doesn't have separate bitter, sweet, sour, or salty sections for tasting. Each of the 8,000 taste buds you have on the tongue, the roof of the mouth, and even in the throat can detect all the tastes. For some people, cilantro may taste similar to soap because the plant contains a chemical used in soap making. But only 4 to 14% of the world's population have special genes that can detect it. The masseter is the strongest muscle you have based on its weight. Together with the rest of the jaw muscles, it can close your teeth with a force of 200 pounds on the molars and 55 pounds on the incisors. Your spine has a great memory. It remembers your posture, making it so difficult to change it for the better. You owe goosebumps to your ancestors from many, many, many years ago. Their hair used to stand up to make them look bigger and scarier to foes. Cats hiss and arch their backs for the same reason. Only about 43% of you is actually you. Over 50% of the cells in your body belong to tiny little creatures that mainly live in your gut. Still, even though your own cells are fewer than the microbial ones, there are, on average, about 100 trillion of them in you. See? You're not alone. With this in mind, your own genes are less than half of what you really consist of. If you take all the microbes dwelling within your body and count their genes, you'll find between 2 to 20 million. Now, our height, the shape of our body, and skin color depend a lot on where our ancestors used to live. But we can adapt to new conditions even within our own lifespan. For example, If you move from the plains to the mountains, you'll eventually develop more red blood cells to compensate for the lack of oxygen. And naturally, if you move from a colder climate to a hotter and sunnier one, your skin will get darker to adapt. Our lifespan is programmed within our cells. They constantly review and divide, but they have a sort of internal timer that stops at some point. Some cells also stop reproducing sooner than others. On average, cells cease dividing when we reach the age of 100, if we're that lucky. That means that if we could find a way to trick ourselves into turning off the timer, we could potentially live forever and move in with our grandchildren. (laughs) A human mouth is pretty unique. You won't find two identical sets of teeth even among identical twins. That's because the shape depends on how each person is using their jaw. Even the tiniest habits you used to have many years ago, such as lip biting, affect the formation of your teeth and the uniqueness of your dental impression. You've probably noticed that lipstick prints on a napkin or a mirror are always slightly different depending on who left them. All right, who left the lip prints? Studies of both females and males revealed that lip print patterns for each individual are unique. They didn't reveal any special traits based on the gender factor. The mandible, or the lower jaw, is the only skull bone that isn't fixed to the bone around it. It's attached with connective tissues and muscles. This is what makes it so mobile. You can move it in any direction you like. There are clusters of sensory cells in your tongue. The buds that are closer to the surface are more short-lived. That's the reason you don't have to wait for too long to be able to taste again after burning your tongue. Your fingertips are sensitive, but hundreds of times less so than your lips. Ah, the lips again.
1: Almost all of our body is covered with hairs, even if we don't notice them. They grow even in the belly button. Their purpose is to catch lint. Check it out, see? A single human hair can support 3.5 ounces of weight. That's how much two candy bars weigh. Our hair color is easily explained by genes. There's not more than 2% of people with natural red hair. They're followed by blondes and by all the varieties of brown shades. The vast majority goes to black hair, including very dark brown. Yeah, your hair can stop growing at a certain length. A hair usually grows from 2 to 7, so usually it doesn't exceed 42 inches. Well, tell that to this gal from China who broke all the hair records with the longest hair ever. In 2004, her hair was 18 feet, five and a half inches long. With age, your hair loses its natural color. It happens because keratin receives less pigment. As people grow older, the pigment cells in their hair follicles gradually vanish and hair becomes gray. Some time passes and no pigment is produced at all. That's when hair turns white. The only part of the human body that doesn't get any nutrients from blood is the cornea of the eye. Instead, it's fed by tears and fluid in front of your eyes. A human eye has some resemblances to a car engine. They both need various liquids to perform properly. An engine needs gasoline and an eye needs tears. In order to work well, the tears should be thoroughly distributed all over the eye. That's why we blink up to 20,000 times a day. So a lid is a bit of a windshield washer. We've got two really fast muscles. They control the eyelid closing. They're the fastest muscles in our body. Eyes are fragile and need protection. That's why when the reflex is triggered, these muscles shut the eyes within about 100 milliseconds. No more than 0.1 seconds. We recognize only purple-blue, green-yellow and yellow-red colors. Everything else is a combination of these three. It's impossible to calculate how many of these combinations the human eye sees because every single person has slight vision differences. But it's about one millionth combinations on average, you see? The inability to distinguish colors, also known as color blindness, affects around 8% of males and 0.5% of females but colors themselves aren't as stable and objective as they might seem. Multiple tests have shown that people experience colors differently depending on many factors such as geographical location, language and gender to name a few. It means that you can enjoy the same sunset with your friend and see completely different colors without even knowing it. Just like fingerprints, your eye color is unique. It can even affect the way you perceive light and make your vision one of a kind. To understand how this is possible, you gotta figure out how the eye color is formed. This is the iris, the colored part of the eyeball. The iris contains pigmentation, and its content determines what eye color you have. Every human has a slightly different amount of pigmentation. That's why you won't find two people with identical eye colors. Three specific genes in your body are responsible for melanin levels and determine pigmentation. Blue and green-eyed people have less melanin in their iris, and those who have more melanin have darker eye colors, like brown and hazel. Some rare people have beautiful deep black eyes, but this is only an optical illusion caused by the abundance of melanin. Pure black iris doesn't exist in nature, Although these eyes look very dark, they're actually dark brown. Studies have proved that eye pigmentation impacts your vision. No matter how dark or light your eye color is, people with lighter eye colors are more sensitive to light, which may cause them to feel uncomfortable on sunny days. If you have a light eye color and have to squint when you go outside, don't forget to put on sunglasses your irises contain less pigment that serves as protection from the sun's rays but since melanin acts like natural sunglasses you have better night vision compared to dark-eyed people on the contrary if you have a darker eye color your eyes can cope with bright light better during the daytime dark-eyed people should feel more confident while driving at night because they don't get blinded by car headlights that much Your peripheral vision is almost completely black and white. It's because you have more color-detecting cones in the center of your retina than at the sides. Women can distinguish more colors than men because they have two X chromosomes. And men only have one. Even if something is wrong with one of the chromosomes, a woman can still see colors correctly. That's why women are rarely colorblind there must be at least some photos where you have red eyes. When the camera flash goes off, your eyes aren't prepared for such an influx of light. Your pupils remain dilated, which is why the light gets reflected off the red blood cells of the choroid. This is a layer of tissue at the back of your eye that nourishes your retina. The weird-looking flies you see right in front of your eyes every now and then are eye floaters. You see them because of tiny structural imperfections in one particular part of the eye that gets in the way of light. They get worse with age. You spend 10% of the time when you're awake with your eyes closed. It's all those times you're blinking. Humans are capable of using echolocation like bats and dolphins. With some training, you can find your way in complete darkness analyzing the surroundings by sounds bouncing off objects. need to practice that about six percent of people can vibrate and rapidly shake their eyeballs back and forth it doesn't mean something's not right with their eyes it's just a unique trick they can perform the main purpose of eyelashes is to shield your eyes and protect them from sand moisture dust and debris in the air your eyelashes sense when something comes up too close to your eyes like an insect flying towards you and trigger your blink reflex Blinking also helps when you need to flush out some tiny particles, or debris, stuck in your puncta. Those are small openings you have in your eyelids. That's where the tears get pumped out. Your eyebrows stop sweat from running directly into your eyes. Your skin there and the shape of your bones also work together to direct the sweat towards the sides of your face. Onions produce a special chemical irritant. It stimulates special glands in your eyes, causing them to release tears. The nose is probably one of the most underappreciated parts of the body. We wouldn't even be able to enjoy eating without it. About 80% of the taste of any food is thanks to the nose and its ability to recognize odors. If you hold your nose while eating, you will taste almost nothing. With no sense of smell, you're likely to recognize food mostly by texture, so an onion might seem no different than a big, refreshing apple. Scientists used to believe we could distinguish about 10,000 smells, but they were wrong. Recent research showed that people are actually able to distinguish between more than a trillion smells. We also remember them better than anything else, and smells can even evoke some distant memories. Your nose doesn't just help you breathe and catch odors. It filters the air for sensitive throats and lungs. If we inhale dry air, the nose moistens it, cools it and heats it if necessary. Also, the nose cleans the air of dirt. Your nostrils don't work with the same efficiency all the time. When you breathe, one nostril does most of the work and they switch every couple of hours. 18% of people can move both ears at the same time while 22 percent can move one ear at a time people who can do it use weak vestigial muscles we got from our ancestor humans who had this trait in common with cats some people can produce a roaring noise in their heads. all they have to do is tense their ears or jaws there's a small muscle in the ear it dampens loud sounds like when you're chewing but some people can flex that muscle and that creates an audible rumble Your teeth are the only part of your body that cannot heal itself.
0: Okay, look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, right in the eye. See that little fold of tissue in the inner corner of both of your eyes? Well, get ready for this. It was actually once a third eyelid or nictitating membrane. You can see it today in snakes or lizards, for example. The third eyelid was used for the same purpose as the other two, although it's unclear whether humans ever even had it fully grown. This membrane wasn't as thick as the two eyelids we have, and it could moisten the eye without obstructing the view. Right now, all we have left of it is this tiny fold in the corner of the eye, and most likely in the future, we will lose it altogether. And maybe we'll finally stop waking up with that yucky crust that forms in our eyes overnight. Now, while you're still in front of the mirror, look lower. Lower. And lower still. Yeah, those are your toes. Say hello and goodbye. Scientists believe that, in some more or less distant future, we'll get rid of our toes completely. Our ancestors, the ancient primates, needed toes to climb trees more efficiently. They used both their hands and feet to grab tree branches. You can see it today in most monkeys and apes. They have longer and more flexible toes, along with flappier feet that allow them to get a hang on branches. Their feet mobility also lets them grab objects from the ground if necessary. For us humans, even lifting a pin we dropped on the floor with our toes is a complex task, but not for our primate relatives. Humans have evolved along a different route we started walking upright and climbed down from trees, making rigid feet and shorter toes more of a necessity over time. Today, we still use our toes for balance when rolling from the balls of our feet to the tips of the toes, but our balance is now much more centered. It first moved towards our inner feet, which resulted in our pinky toes becoming so tiny, and the big toes, well, so big. As the balance moves away from the toes entirely, though, they're more likely to get fused together in the future. Now, turn around and look at your gorgeous behind. If you've ever fallen off a skateboard or slipped on an icy patch, you must remember what a terrible thing it is to hit that tailbone on a hard surface. Luckily for us, scientists predict it's going to go away pretty soon in the course of evolution. A tailbone is a feature that was left to us by our primate ancestors, too. And, yet again, they needed their tails to achieve more mobility among tree branches, using them to fling themselves from tree to tree. It's hard to say when humans drop the tail to never pick it back up, but facts are facts, the only thing we have reminding us of those glorious tree-jumping days is the pretty useless bone at the lower end of our backs. Okay, back to the face now. Open your mouth and say, ah… If you're a lucky individual to have no wisdom teeth, then you can be proud knowing that you're a product of evolution going strong. As you might know, teeth are the only part of the human body that doesn't repair itself. So if you lost all your teeth back in the dark times with no dentists around, the only choice you had was to eat liquid food. Not cool dentists believe that nature gave us wisdom teeth as a replacement for old, worn-out teeth we've had since childhood. That's why they grow so late in our lives. Today, though, with all the progress dentistry has gone through, we tend to keep all or most of our teeth intact until a very old age. And even if we lose some, we can always replace them with new ones. That makes wisdom teeth a vestigial thing. And they seem to understand that, since more and more people never have to go through the ordeal of teething as grown-ups. Speaking of teeth, our entire jaw has been changing for the past, oh, 10,000 years, and is predicted to change even more quite soon. In fact, it's been the fastest changer of all our body parts. Back in the day, when early humans survived by hunting and gathering… They needed massive, powerful jaws and bigger teeth to chew through raw meat and grind plants. As they came to cooking and then farming, their food became less tough, and so their jaws became smaller to fit the current needs. As time went by, our jaws shrank more and more, and they're likely to continue doing so in the future. With lots of processed foods that don't need much chewing, humans of the future are probably going to have more delicate facial features with thin jaw lines and smooth cheekbones. Some body parts are not going away, but making a comeback instead. A hundred years ago, Fabella, a tiny bone in the back of the knee, was only present in around 11% of people, and scientists thought it would disappear entirely pretty soon. But, against all odds, the brave little bone has made it into the knees of a whopping 39% of modern people. It's still unknown why exactly the Fabella returned. But the most popular opinion is that we've grown taller and heavier than our ancestors. That much is true. As our diet became better and more nutritious, we learned to live longer and grow taller. We're now probably at the peak of our evolutionary height. And the fabella might have appeared in our bodies to provide a smooth surface for the tendon behind the knee to slide on, reducing friction and lowering the chances of damage because of wear and tear. Speaking of becoming bigger, let's get you back to that mirror, shall we? Flux a little bit. Ooh, nice biceps there. But unfortunately, not as nice as your ancient ancestors were. Not everything about evolution is 100% good for us. It's just a set of features that adapted best. And that's the case with our muscles. They've grown smaller and weaker with time, especially in our upper bodies. In ancient times, humans needed big and strong muscles to do a lot of handiwork. From hunting and schlepping their catch home to crafting tools and building shelters. Later, it didn't grow easier. Much the opposite. In fact, plowing fields and building complex structures required a lot of physical strength and endurance. But as the technological progress started booming, physical capabilities gave way to brain power. And machines began doing a lot of work for us, most of it even better than us. We shifted more towards sedentary lifestyle, spending more and more time in front of computers, And our muscles have been growing steadily smaller because we simply don't need them as much anymore. It's highly likely that, as the progress goes further, we'll become much slenderer and have more trouble gaining muscle mass. Our brain is of particular interest because it's been changing in a kind of a strange pattern. Our distant ancestors had a rather small brain at first, But the close relatives of humans, the Neanderthals, obtained a larger brain than the average modern human has. In the course of evolution, human brain grew larger. But in the more recent centuries, it started shrinking. And no one knows exactly why. Some experts say it might have to do with the change of our lifestyle and social connections. Early humans, especially hunter-gatherers, had to remember every plant and animal they saw, their properties, and how to use this or that thing. They were more generalist, having to learn everything their parents knew and find out more on their own. The modern human is more specialized in a certain area, delving deeper into some narrow subject while relying on their peers for the rest. Where ancient humans worked in groups in which anyone could potentially replace anyone else. We gather in teams, where each member has their own specific task and is irreplaceable. Still, brain size doesn't seem to matter that much, because orcas and elephants, for example, have bigger brains than us, which doesn't make them more intelligent. Happier? I'm guessing yes. And if we venture further into the unknown, Meaning millennia from today, we might even develop some pretty unbelievable traits. Some go as far as to say that if the tendency for the sea levels to rise persists, humans might adapt to living in water. We might evolve to have webbed hands and feet to swim better, and develop gills to be able to breathe underwater. Or, if we go into space and start colonizing other planets, we will inevitably have to adapt to their conditions. Mars, for instance, has lower gravity and a much colder climate. It will probably make humans taller and lighter, but also may cause them to grow much more body hair to keep warm. And planets with stronger gravity and higher temperatures will, on the contrary, turn humans into stocky, sturdy, and likely hairless creatures. The possibilities are endless. Hey, maybe due to social media, we'll just turn into little blobs with big eyes and thumbs and not much else. So much better for texting. Hmm, hope not. Most people are sure that humans only have five
2: senses, but that's not entirely true. Taste, touch, smell, sight, and hearing aren't the only ones we have. Scientists claim that people have between nine and 20 senses in total. These include thermoception, the sense of warmth, equilibrioception, the sense of balance. There's also the sense of time, although not everyone seems to have that last one. We used to think that there were just eight different blood types, but in reality, there are over 30 known blood group systems. Here on the bright side, our favorite blood group is B-positive. Get it? For every pound of fat you gain, you generate one mile of new blood vessels to supply oxygen and nutrients to your body. Your stomach produces a new lining every six days to avoid digesting itself. Nerve cells transmit 1,000 nerve impulses a second. They travel between 1 and 268 miles per hour. Our DNA contains 100,000 viruses. Scientists have discovered one that goes back 100 million years. Your body emits visible light. You're the brightest at 4 p.m., and your glow is the least visible at 10 a.m. Unfortunately, this glowing is 1,000 times less intense than what your eyes can see. Sweat is mostly water mixed with proteins, sugars, ammonia, and a lot of other stuff. It even contains tiny amounts of trace metals like copper, zinc, nickel, iron, and so on. What makes sweat taste salty is the sodium it contains. Plus, the more salt you eat, the saltier your sweat is. Your body's trying to get rid of the excess, And the fastest way is to sweat it out. If you walked 2 miles per hour, you'd have to walk for 20 hours straight to lose 1 pound. And it would take you 518 days and 8 hours to circle the equator. Earwax isn't actually wax. It contains fat, skin cells, sweat, and dirt. Your brain gets 3 times bigger over the first year of life and reaches its full maturity when you're 25. 60% of it is fat. Your brain generates around 23 watts of electrical power, which is enough to run a small light bulb. Humans can't really multitask. Your brain can't perform more than one action at the same time. It switches between them, which doesn't save time, as you might think, but increases the possibility you'll do something wrong and makes the process longer. When you have an exam to take or you're at work trying to focus on an important task, try chewing gum. Research showed it can help you stay concentrated for longer on tasks that require your full attention. Studies even say that it's a better test aid than caffeine. There's nothing special in the gum, but the act of chewing wakes your brain up. The effect doesn't last long, though, just for 20 minutes. Embryos develop fingerprints at three months. Your bones are four times harder than concrete. The strongest bone in your body is the femur. It can support up to 30 times the weight of a grown-up person even crazier is that our bones are made up of composite material, meaning they're both hard and elastic at the same time. Sunburn is the result of radiation exposure. When your body's natural defense mechanism gets overwhelmed trying to fight UV rays, a toxic reaction occurs that results in sunburn. Goosebumps are an evolutionary reflex left over from our ancestors. The release of adrenaline made their hair stand up, and they look scarier to approaching predators. Your body produces one to three pints of saliva every day. It helps you digest food and fights off infections. You also have a lot of bacteria in your mouth. Yeah, that's right. The average amount of bacteria in a person's mouth is almost the same as the number of people living on Earth. That's hard to digest. Each human has roughly 150,000 hairs on their head. Every strand grows around one half an inch per month. If we added the growth from each hair, it would measure the distance of 10 miles in just one year. Your hair is also a lot stronger than you think. A single strand can hold 3 ounces, which is the weight of an apple. If we combined the strength of all the hair on your head, it could support the weight of two elephants. Hey, let's try it! The beating sound your heart makes is the clap of valve leaflets opening and closing. Your heart doesn't replicate its cells unless you have an injury. Your corneas are the only part of your body that don't get blood. They get oxygen directly through the air. When you're sitting or standing upright, it's easier for you to recall some positive memories that make you feel good. Some believe it's because sitting up with your back flat boosts blood flow, and your brain gets more oxygen, which helps it function better. The man who has the deepest voice in the world, and that's definitely not me, can produce sounds that humans, including him, can't hear at all. But elephants can hear those sounds. Veins look blue because light has to go through layers of skin and fat to reach them. Your skin scatters a lot of the red portion of white light before it reflects the blood. This leaves only the blue light to bounce back to your eyes. A person who has anosmia is unable to detect smells. Phantosmia is the opposite condition when someone smells an odor that isn't actually there. The human brain has 100 billion neurons. It's 73% water, and the same is true about the heart. That's why, if your brain loses even 2% of its liquid, you start to feel tired. It also makes your memory worse, shortens your attention span, and puts a dampener on your mood. The earliest known person to have had blue eyes lived in the Stone Age, 7,000 years ago. Your right kidney is probably smaller and sits lower down than your left kidney. To make room for your liver by the way your brain makes sure you don't drink too little or too much water after you swallow some liquid your mouth and throat start to fire signals to your brain telling it to stop drinking otherwise you'd keep gulping down water for the entire 10 to 60 minutes it takes the liquid to get to your cells your eyes can see something for a mere 13 milliseconds and your brain will already process this image The average blink lasts from 100 to 400 milliseconds. Even though the tongue isn't the strongest muscle in your body, it never gets tired. That's because of the way it's built. It's made up of eight interwoven muscles. The tongue is the only muscle with ends not connected to bone. Other muscles join two bones at both ends, because that's how we pull and make a motion. There are around 700 different species of bacteria in your mouth, Over 6 billion of them live there. Your skin is your largest organ. It can cover the surface area of two bath towels. It accounts for around 16% of body weight and is around 22 square feet. If you typed 60 words per minute for eight hours a day, it would take you 50 years to type the human genome. You get tired pretty quickly when you're out in the heat. This happens because your body is trying really hard to keep itself cool which puts a lot of extra work on it. So you get exhausted and tired, even if you don't do anything physically demanding. Your body has 78 organs, but only five of them are essential for survival. The brain, liver, kidney, lungs, and heart. Oh, the phone's ringing. Must be something urgent at 11 p.m. Only all the gadgets in the house are silent. It's your ears that are ringing. You can also hear some hissing, whistling, buzzing, and even roaring. But all this noise doesn't have an external source. That's why it's known as phantom sounds. They can occur in one or both ears, constantly or from time to time. They're usually most noticeable at night, when nothing distracts you. Women have more taste buds on the surface of their tongues than men do. That's one of the reasons why 35% of ladies and only 15% of guys are super tasters. Those are people who feel flavors more strongly than others. Left-handed people usually prefer to chew on the left side. And right-handed people, well, you guessed it, chew on the right. Even if your fingerprints are damaged, they'll grow back in the same unique pattern. When breathing, a single lung only uses 5% of the oxygen you've inhaled. Your dog doesn't actually have a stronger sense of smell than you do. People often talk about how dogs have a superior sense of smell. And this probably started when a researcher from the 19th century, Paul Broca, marked humans as non-smellers. No one ever provided sensory testing to support this theory, but people still believed in it for a long time. The truth is, different types of animals can identify different kinds of scents. There was an experiment done where human volunteers needed to track a scent. Researchers dipped twine in chocolate essence and then zigzagged it all across a grassy field. Volunteers weren't allowed to use other senses. For example, they were ear and blindfolded. They even wore thick gloves and knee pads. The conclusion they came to is that while we are not as effective as dogs, we can follow a scent trail and become way better if we practice. Interestingly, humans are more sensitive to certain smells compared to dogs, like fruit or flowers. This is because the evolution of dogs didn't require them to sharpen their sense of smell for these types of odors. A TV screen won't ruin your eyesight. At least, there's no evidence that looking at a TV screen can really hurt your eyes. It's the same for phone or computer screens. Looking at them may lead to eye strain or fatigue, but in most cases, it's nothing you can't ease with proper rest. That doesn't mean watching TV or staring at your phone for too long doesn't have negative consequences in other parts of your life, like reduced concentration and lack of socialization, among many other things. Being able to roll your tongue is not really a genetic trait, even though biology teachers often say this gift is based on a dominant gene. There was a study that showed 7 out of 33 twins who didn't actually share this feature. Identical twins share the same genes, which implies that they should share this trait too. But they don't, which means genes are most likely not the factor that decides if you'll be able to roll your tongue. And this myth still exists, even though it was debunked over six decades ago. You're going to catch a cold if you go outside with wet hair is yet another myth. To actually catch a cold, we need to have a virus inside of our body. Also, wet hair is not something that makes you more attractive to the various germs lurking around you. People mostly believe this is true because they A. Heard it from their parents and B. Associate going outside with your hair being wet with getting sick because you're generally more exposed to germs when you're outside. There are no truly double-jointed people. Some individuals have certain parts of their bodies that are very flexible, so they can, for example, touch their chin with their elbow or bend their fingers backward. We often call these people double-jointed, like the secret is in them having an extra hinge somewhere. Well, it's not true. They have single joints, but they may have bones with oddly-shaped ends, or their connective tissue may be very pliable. It seems the appendix as in the organ is useful after all despite its poor reputation as a useless intestinal tube that pretty much goes nowhere it seems the appendix is actually a reservoir for bacteria but a good and helpful one it stores microbes that assist our body when it's fighting certain problems and illnesses in the early stage of our life the appendix also helped us with the process of forming white blood cells together with certain types of antibodies. Hey, do you know where the stomach is? (laughs) Sounds easy, right? But it's probably not where you think. Most people believe it lurks somewhere in the area behind the belly button. In reality, it's a bit higher in the abdomen, sitting on top of the rest of the gut. Here's how you can find it. Look for the point where your lower ribs meet in the middle. Now go down approximately three finger widths and then three to your left. Now you're supposed to be right over the center of your stomach. You don't have taste sections on your tongue. The tongue map probably showed up at the beginning of the 20th century because scientists found minute differences in how strong a taste had to be in different areas inside the human mouth to actually register. This study created a myth that each part of the tongue was responsible for different tastes. In reality... All types of taste buds are spread across all areas of your mouth, and they can detect each taste. This includes umami, too, which is now accepted along with the usual four—sweet, salty, bitter, and sour. We don't only use 10% of our brain. We use way more, even when we're sleeping. Scientists tested this statement, and one of the methods they used was measuring activity in the brain while a person was performing various tasks. Results have shown we use most of our brain most of the time. The exact percentage varies from person to person, depending on what they're doing. Plus, it's not possible to monitor every single one of our brain cells. There are billions of them after all, so you can't know the exact number of active ones at any given time. When asleep, your frontal cortex, the part responsible for, let's say, higher-level thinking, and certain areas that help you sense your surroundings, are still working. Humans don't just have five senses—hearing, taste, touch, sight, and smell. This idea originated from Aristotle, a famous Greek philosopher, who said that there was a sense organ for every sense— eyes for seeing, a tongue for tasting, and so on. But that was thousands of years ago, and he was missing the vestibular system, a key sense organ. The vestibular system is the apparatus of the inner ear that our body uses to stay in balance— Not every sense requires its own sense organ, just a different type of sensory receptor. For example, your skin alone has four different receptors for temperature, touch, pain, and proprioception. Proprioception is body awareness, which means that even if you move your arm behind your back, you still know it's there. Something an octopus, for example, doesn't know. So, saying we have 33 senses could be closer to the truth not five these include senses of balance temperature thirst and many more we need to survive if you like cracking your knuckles from time to time no need to worry the whole idea that it increases risks for potential knuckle problems perhaps makes sense in the first place because that's what happens when you constantly put pressure on your joints over the years the satisfying sound you hear happens because of bubbles bursting in the fluid that actually lubricates your joints called synovial fluid. If you eat a big meal, you can still go swimming. You won't get cramps. The idea behind this misconception is eating a heavy meal will increase the amount of blood flow to your stomach. That way, blood won't go to your muscles, which will potentially cause cramps if you go swimming. The truth is, you probably won't feel that comfortable swimming immediately after eating a large meal, but you're safe to go if you really want to. It's even recommended to have a small snack that's rich in carbs, not long before your swimming session. This will boost your energy. When you shave your body hair, you don't have to worry about it growing back darker and thicker. Because this is a myth. You may believe there are some changes in the color, thickness, or growth rate of the hair. That's because after you shave, you give the follicle a blunt tip, which may look or feel darker and rougher than it was before but that's just a perception trick. You'll see that once your hair grows in again, it will be the same as before. It's a myth that we lose a disproportionate amount of body heat through our heads. You may feel like that because our head, chest, and face are definitely more sensitive when it comes to changes in temperature. In reality, you'd be just as cold if you went out without a hat as if you weren't wearing pants. You probably feel like you're losing heat through your head because it's often one of those parts that we leave uncovered when going out. No need to worry if you wake up a sleepwalker. You're not going to seriously harm them by doing so. If you startle one, they can be quite disoriented and may have a confused reaction. Sometimes it's better to do that than to let a sleepwalker get up and start doing certain things that they shouldn't be doing while sleeping, like cooking
0: or driving, Or you could just show them the way back to bed. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends.